What time is it? Hey. Oh, hello! Welcome to Improv O'Clock with the Makeup Artists. This week, I am Maddie. I'm not normally Maddie, but I am this week. Just like every other week. Except now, I have a script. Yay, I win. The rest of this lot will be dangerously off script. They are Jim, Josh, Lauren, Harvey, and Rob. Those with a delicate ear will need to be aware that there will be lots of swearies about. So don't say you weren't warned, all right? Now we enter a section of the podcast called Questions O'Clock. This week's questions are the most basic questions in the English language. So, Josh? Who? Is that it? Who? 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 We know who it was. It was the moon. That (laughs) wily head of the (laughs) Metropolitan Police Force. The moon did it. (laughs) They've finally been caught for the corruption. That's right. It was never Frank Jengles. The moon was the one embezzling from Guide Dogs for the Blind. (laughs) Now they've been locked in a cave and they're never going to... You'll never see the moon again. If you do see the moon, it's a different moon. His name is John Flangles. (laughs) (laughs) He likes to play croquet. Thank you so much. Jim! (laughs) What? What is a very good question. To what or not to what, that is the question. Uh, What? Um, Seven. Mm, I suspected as much. Lauren, where? In my bedroom, actually. That is is where it happened. Uh, That is where, um, what was his name, Josh? John Fangles? Um, Frank, Frank Jengles. Sorry, Frank, no. Who did you just oh. accuse? Oh, John Flangles is the new moon. There we go. John Flangles uh, embezzled all that money from guide dogs. Guide dogs no, the moon embezzled the money. John Flangles is the new moon. Aaron, get Lord your Lauren, facts right. Up. Are you listening sorry, to me? There are so many names. <laughs> I've just got to say, seeing John Flangles as the moon is a meme I really don't want to see. <laughs> I'm going to Google John Flangles. Josh, please don't create that as <laughs> See an image. what comes up. Thank you. So it was in Lauren's bedroom with the candlestick and the John Flangles moon. Harvey, when? Well, I mean, the moon had an illustrious career, lasting over <laughs> about 80 years. He, he managed to get a lot of money from the Guide Dogs Foundation during that time. Um, so, yeah, past 80 years. Oh, my God. Rob, how? Um, due to the um, international uh, um, secrecy statutes, I can't actually go and tell you. However, I've got, I will tell you these little, uh, little tidbits. So a hedgehog's involved, a top hat, and a samurai sword laced with the tears of a thousand crabs. What did you do to those crabs? Made them cry. Hey, I asked the questions here, all right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm happy you made them cry, Rob, because I hate crabs with a fiery vengeance. Okay, it's time to play a few games. <laughs> the scene prompts have not been seen by these guys, so everything they say will be made up. We start this week with a game called Press Conference. Three improvisers will be reporters keen to get the scoop from the interviewee, Rob. 
The catch is that they are the only one who doesn't know why they're being questioned. At the end of this, the interviewee will try to guess why they're famous. Asking the questions will be Jim, Harvey, and Lauren. Now, Rob has been a good boy. He's already muted us. And Rob is famous because he is invisible to the naked eye. Okay, so we need to... Can we vigorously wave at Rob? I'm looking this way. What a lovely side there. We, the, hi, Rob. Wow. This is little car. Rob? Bonjour. It is me. Super! Okay, welcome back to Radio Didcot. We have a very special guest here today. Hey, Rob, how are you doing? I'm um, alright. I'm not doing too badly. I had a nice little day so far. It's been good. How about yourself? Alright? Yeah, I'm well, thank you. And now I'd like to open up the floor to anybody else that has questions for, for Rob. Um, my first question, I think, Rob, is, is in, in kind of your life, do you see a lot of microscopes? Do I see a lot of microscopes or do I see yeah. a, lot, ooh, a lot of microscopes? Do you just generally see lots of microscopes? Um, sometimes I see microscopes, but sometimes they're too micro for me to scope with my own two eyes. <laughs> I'm I'm quite curious, Rob, because you know when when we talk about how you are as as kind of the general public and and think what would we do if we were in your shoes? We all talk about what's the first thing we would do if that happened to us. What's the first place you would? kind of go or hang around so where's the first place you went um to the local park with a bottle of lambrini um uh, sat around <laughs> for a bit a couple of swigs a couple of uh roll-ups and i went hey life's a bit shit but it ain't that bad i'll keep on drinking that lambo i also have a question for rob if am i allowed to do that i mean it's your game you could do what the hell you want maddie Oh, heck yeah. Thank you so much. Rob, you know when you go to a clothes shop and you try on, like, some new accessories? Hmm. Can we see the accessories? Can you see the accessories? Yeah, and how does it make you feel when people don't tell you that you look nice? Oh, basically, oh, you know what? Sometimes it's really hard, um... It's really hard because you kind of feel like you blend into the background. But um, in fact, sometimes you just got to buy a little something, even if no one else can go and see it, just to make you feel better for you. Because that's what it's all about. I guess even camouflage is redundant. Camouflage is always redundant. No trees look like blotted <laughs> leopards. Thank I've you. got a question. Um, when you're chafing and you put a bit of talcum powder on, to ease the chafing. What happens then? Uh, is it noticeable? Um, yeah, you kind of know. You, you know, like when like a, a ghost like takes over like a bedsheet, right? Like yes. it's a similar kind of thing. It wears off, you know. If there's a gust of wind, it's, Are it's, you it's all suggesting gone. Suggesting you chafe over your entire body, as if a white <laughs> sheet were draped upon you. Sometimes it depends what I go and do. Like if I was to go to a soft play, right? There's loads of like surfaces all over the place, and sometimes you got to get a little chafe in your back, a little chafe in your forehead. There's loads of things that you can go and do. Talcum powder helps that. Jim, have you got anything you'd like to ask, Rob? Um, yes. Um, on an atom uh, level, um, 
just just roughly how tall are you so first off i need to say it's on an atomic level not an atom level don't be ridiculous <laughs> know who you're speaking to and do your research beforehand um we'd like how to know who we're I? speaking to but i would say if an atom is the size of an atom then i'd probably say four and a half atoms wow pretty lofty um, how many times a day, Rob, do you have to tell people to fuck off? On a regular day, or if I like go out into town and stuff? Because if I go out into town, there's a lot more. Both. Oh, 16 and 28. Thank you for letting me know. I'd also just like to know, how does it feel that your mummy never said to you, who's a handsome boy? Well, you... Well... If you speak to my mum, like, and sometimes she listens to this podcast, she'll, she'll, she'll tell you in the comments, she'll be like, hey, he's very handsome, you know? So it's really just based on personality and your voice? <laughs> yeah, because the rest of me, you know, not, 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 not really there, you know? You need to, like, work hard on that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Rob, you to... How fucking scary must ants look to you? <laughs> Are you ready to say why you're famous? Oh, I've got a couple of options. Uh, can, I, can, I have, can I have one more, one more question? Yeah, one more sure. question. Who's that going to be? How, how easy is it to, to sneak into a theatre? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty easy. You know, it's pretty, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Just like slip straight through the door, didn't you? That's that scratch, um, that itch, Rob. Are you ready to say... Absolutely not. That's fucking the most unhelpful thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, <laughs> unless I'm a piece of popcorn, that's not helped me. Um, I, f- I feel like... Uh, I, right, these are the thoughts I had in my head. Like, First off, I was like, maybe the invisible man, right? Because that would like go with all of that. That's like a pretty sound one. And then like microscopes and atoms and stuff. Maybe I'm, you know, the first man to shrink myself down to a subparticle level not bad at all you know what rob i'm gonna give that to you because it says that you're invisible to the naked eye and like it turns Which? out that people took a two different people took it different ways so i oh, thought you were the tiny were tiny invisible. man <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. minute you're you rob, thought it was microscopic like... others just thought i was invisible <laughs> yeah so so that's why you had two different lines of questioning <laughs> So it was either people were thinking that you are microscopic or that you were just invisible. Because invisible to the naked eye, I hadn't realised until until midway through that, um, has definitely two meanings. Um, yeah. But I, but I got them both. So technically, I should get two the, points. I was with Rob, you, Jim, because you when Lauren asked that question about the microscope, I was like, what the It was really funny. I saw Maddie's uh, face of recognition and Harvey's confusion. And then, <laughs> and then Blanchard messaged me like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. So I want to know, Harvey, what did you message Josh? That he was blind oh. to the naked eye. Yeah. Uh, Blinds to the naked eye. Well, invisible to the naked eye, I think. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so what we've established is is that 
Harvey should not be trusted in a game of Chinese whispers. All right. (laughs) (laughs) He is blind to the naked eye and rocks English. Not good. Me, Jane, Tarzan. (laughs) Right. They put invisible. Says invisible there. Okay. Okay, Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) New choice. Our next game is called New Choice. And for this, I need one person called Jim, and I need one person called Harvey. The scene will be improvised as usual, but if I decide I want to change something, then I will say New Choice. And they will have to give an alternate option to the last thing they said. We will continue to say this until I am satisfied. And then the scene can continue. Jim and Harvey, your motivation for this scene is a headline that I found online. This is the headline. A warning to all cyclists. This man will sniff your bike seat. And... <laughs> no. Oh, God. Why'd you do it, Harvey? It's... What? Why did, why did you do it? Why, why are you a dirty person? Oh, I thought Rob was in this game. I was Wait. expecting Rob's voice. Are you in, I can be in this game? I can be. Your name. Hey, Harvey, why did you do it? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for Rob to speak and then Jim started speaking and I was like, what? Oh. Am I in this game? That might take a long time. Let's all be in this the game. only people that are meant to be in this game are Jim and Harvey. All right. So not me. Okay. So not Rob, not Josh, not Lauren, <laughs> who's the only person that listens to what I fucking said. It is meant to be Jim and it's meant to be Harvey. I said our next game is called New Choice. And for this, I need one person called Jim and one person called Harvey. That's what I said. Can me and Blanchard have a cameo? Yeah. <laughs> to both you be in it for just one second. Just like a walk-on. A cameo. Hey. Right. Oh. You get one, Blanchard. Let's go. Hold on. I've got to re-Bluetooth my headphones. You're not actually in the game. You don't, we, don't, we don't have to wait for you to go right. and do that. It's okay, fine. no pressure right. then. Okay. I'll see you later. And so for the, the second and hopefully the final time this evening, this is the headline I found online. A warning to all cyclists. This man will sniff your seats. And action. Why'd you do it, Harv? just can't help myself i mean you see so many different kinds of people on bikes and and so many different kinds of bike seats and that's just so many millions of, of different combinations of smells and you they're choice. also exciting they're also frightful you choice they're all so so beautiful beautiful is is a word i would have not described as uh, sweaty bums and bike seats uh, beautiful is what I would describe a lovely hummingbird uh, or or waterfall. Um, but alas, uh, a, a a pigeon or or a fountain. No, that's the only time I would ever use the word beautiful. It is when I'm seeing a pigeon sat on top of a fountain having a big shit. Your choice. The only time I would ever use the word beautiful is when I see a pigeon sat on top of a fountain. Enjoying the sandwich that he stole from me. Your choice. Pigeon sat on top of a fountain, uh, staring at me, and doing that little head wobble thing that they do. Honestly, that little head wobble is poetry in motion. But, but back to, to the story at hand, Harv. Um, 
How many bike seats, uh, bike seats, uh, bike seats have you now sniffed? Uh, well, I can tell you precisely. Actually, it's it's one thousand three hundred forty-seven. As you I keep a spreadsheet. Well, I can tell you precisely. Actually, it's it's two thousand three hundred thirty-six. As I keep a spreadsheet of all the bikes. As I keep a little logbook of all the bike seats that I sniff. Excuse me, are you that dickhead I was sniffing my bike the other day? <laughs> New choice. Are you that dickhead that was uh, licking and uh, dribbling on my bike seat the other day? <laughs> no, that that wasn't me. That was my friend uh, Josh over there. He he licks the bike seats. I just sniff them. I love to lick the bike seats. New choice. I adore licking the bike seats. So there's more than one of you who go around and and, and enjoy random bike seats. Uh, do do you get many complaints from the general public? Um, I, I feel like Josh probably gets slightly more abuse than I do. Um, because obviously by the time the person comes back to sit on their, their bike seat, once Josh has had his way with it, it's, it's a wet, sticky mess. New choice. It's a damp puddle of moisture. New choice. It's a saliva-filled seat that they come back to. I mean, I know which one I'd rather come back to, and that's definitely a sniffed bike seat. Um... How how did you get into it in the first place? Like, how, what was what was the first the, the first time that you ever did this? Can you can you describe that moment for me? I mean, uh, I, by quite quite a, a magical incident, really. Um, I was just randomly walking along, and I tripped on a banana, and uh, my face landed <laughs> on a bike seat. And just at the time that I was I was taking in a sniff, and and that's where it all started. Um, I don't know if, if Josh's. Josh's first instance was, was quite as magical um, as that, but, but I, I suppose he'll tell you. Oh, I remember the first time I licked a bike seat. It tasted like leather, which tastes you like choice. old cow. It tasted like chicken, like a coco van. That's why I liked it so much. Oh. Unseen. <laughs> oh God! I am beyond satisfied. Thank you so much. Oh, oh wow! Well. <laughs> the best cameo I've ever done. Absolutely hilarious. Christ. Mmm dong. 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 Improv clock. The next game is called Alphabet, and for this one, I need Rob and Josh. Josh and Rob must perform a scene, a sentence at a time, but each sentence must start with the next letter of the alphabet. The game will end when they have returned. I'm going to start that again. Fine, this one. Nice. Okay. The next game is called Alphabet. And for this one, Rob and Josh are gonna be playing that. Yeah. No, for the Very love nice. of fucking Pete, I'm gonna have another fucking go. This next game is called Alphabet. And for this one, I need a Rob and I need a Josh. 
Josh and yeah. Rob must perform a scene a sentence at a time. Each sentence must start with the next letter of the alphabet. The game will end when they have returned to the first letter of the alphabet, which today is E. In this sentence, they will be lion tamers trying to tame three new lions. Josh, you are going to start with the letter E. Okay. That's not the lion, by the no, way. No, it's not. That was no, just... okay. So no. <laughs> that was just an okay to tell you I'm ready to go. Josh is going to start with the letter E. And action. Every day we come in and there's three new lions to tame, Rob, and I'm sick of it. Fuck, he's got a knife! God! My God! Get away from it! Quick, get the chair! Help! Help! I'm really frightened, Rob. Please save me. I jealousy is not becoming of you. The lion's my friend now. <laughs> Knowing you said that broke my heart. But I know we still have to work together. Less and less I like you every day. Motherfucker! Can we just get on with the task in hand before this lion stabs and then mauls us? No. Oh my god. You're gonna be like this, are you? It's gonna be like this, is it? Petty little lion tamer you are. Petty little lion tamer. Quite the bitch you are, hey? Really? Name calling? Bitch. So, I want to get on with the job. You're going to act like a dick. And this is where we stand. Lions are about two feet away from us now. Two feet? Trust me, I'll kick you in the toe. <laughs> Understandable, I'm sure. A very mature of you. Well... I really do want this line to not hurt me, so I'm willing to let bygones be bygones. X gonna give it to you, but an apology for me ain't gonna happen. Yo, Rob! Let's get on with this! Give me that whip! Zimbabwean whip for you, sir. <laughs> ah, yes. My Zimbabwean whip. Thank you. <laughs> Blimey, what a good whipper. Can you leave the compliments until later, please? These lions are these lions still need taming. Definitely. Whip that little pussy cat. Ah, oh, excitement. Excitement is what I'm feeling right now working with you. And scene. Oh, I love how you guys were able to make up in the end. Yeah. <laughs> you really took us on an emotional journey. We went somewhere. <laughs> it's all about narrative. Lion taming is a stressful job. There was even some peril. The lions were two feet away from you. So well done for navigating that situation. <laughs> <laughs> How you, to solve in workplace conflicts. <laughs> a handbook by Rob and Josh. <laughs> I do not give you permission to use that clip for anything other than internal purposes. <laughs> Improv o'clock. And as we move towards Saz. We move oh. towards Saz. And uh, <laughs> as we move towards the end of the podcast, we just about have time for a discussion. This lot have proven that they will argue about anything, and they will now prove that by discussing this topic, which we will thank Eileen from Oxford for. Thanks, Eileen from Oxford. Here's looking at you, kid. 
What two normal things would become strange if you did them back to back? Oh my god. Where do I begin with this? The thing is, Eileen's thrown an absolute curveball. No, you can. What is in your head right now? Don't sneeze into a tissue and then wipe your ass. Why? You're already there. First thing that you thought about. Just don't do that back to back. It's better doing it the other way round, though. Oh my god. Oh, like, don't put some jalapenos and then itch your eye. <laughs> that's just a very good tip. That's, yeah, that's actually good. Yeah, I'll write that one down. <laughs> Eileen, I think um, you were so right with asking us this. Thank you. Don't get in a car and then start playing Doodle Jump. <laughs> <laughs> I assume you mean in the driver's seat, because if you're a passenger, Doodle Jump is a fantastic way to pass the time. I agree, yeah. Don't don't start driving a car, then start playing Doodle Jump. Because you'll lose on Doodle Jump. <laughs> and also, you know, he <laughs> could die. You might also lose in life, exactly. Yeah. For me, it is don't um, brush your teeth and then drink orange juice. Absolutely, Lauren. You're so oh, right God. there. That is the... I mean, we've all done it. We've all had to learn that lesson ourselves for some reason. But oh no, it's I don't think there's anything wrong with it. But there's something (laughs) wrong with you. So exactly, you live life on the edge, though, don't you, Jim? (laughs) I live life. Um, That's 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 enough for for one day. (laughs) Half. How about you? What would you not do back to back? Um, I mean, I suppose drink and drive is is the safe and logical thing to say at the moment. If we're going to do public service announcements, then, you know, jalapenos in your eyes. Um, I feel like another public service announcement is, is drinking and driving. Um, or, or the other way around. Drink, no, drive and then drink. I think that's, that's also an odd way around. Just never two do, do D's back together. Never two Can't D's any together. D's together. No, no. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... If there's double D's in the room, you never get anything done. That's all I'm going to say. So in uh, 2019, um, the direct result of drinking and driving, the deaths were 280. But drinking and driving and playing doodle jump, there's there's no data for it. So I'm going to assume it's zero. So as long as you, you can, you, you've got the doodle jump at the same time, you're safe as houses. That's because it's triple D. You can do triple D. You just can't you do, do triple, triple D. D. It's true. It's true. Well, I've got two. I've got two here ready and waiting, cocked and loaded. Right. Number one, don't watch Rocky one and then watch Rocky three back to back. Do it in order if you're going to fucking go and do it. That's fucking mentalness. Number two, um, don't get your driver's license, then buy a bicycle. Fucking mental. Right? <laughs> These are the two logical things that came into my head. Isn't that don't a lyric to an Alanis Morissette song? All right. Do, do you know what? If it isn't, I will tweet her now. Does anyone still use a Twitter? Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll go and tweet her and be like, wait, this is ironic. Don't, <laughs> don't you think? think? Yeah. Those are the two that come to my head. Josh, care to weigh in? On what? 
another thing that you're supposed to do that not do? Yes, please. That would okay. be lovely. <laughs> um, let me have a think. What's normal think. thing to... Well, well, no. Josh is thinking, Rob. That's out of interest. Why? Why? No. You've... Give me my time to think in silence. I need. Mean... No, not a fucking podcast. Silence to think. Yeah. On a podcast. <laughs> what to do back to back? No Ask Josh thing. to weigh in, and then let Harvey have a go when he's <laughs> Sorry, Harvey. Go on, mate. My 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 little kind of question was because obviously you mentioned that Rocky doing it one yeah, and yeah. then three, and we can't yeah. do it. The kind of the wrong way, which hmm. is the right way for you to watch the Star Wars films, because obviously that's a bit of a bit of a mind. Um, so it's logic. So the way they went and released them originally, right, was all to go and build the antis- the anticipation. Um, but in fact, like the Marvel films, if there's a chronological order and you don't start watching those things in chronological order from the start, you are fucking nut job, right? If it's if it like follow the narrative all the way through, there's no point in 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 going the way that they released them in the films. Fantastic when they released them. However, after that, follow the fucking storyline. I agree. It. I feel like yeah. in your life, this is the only time that you follow any rules. <laughs> <laughs> You're actually so passionate about it as well. <laughs> the only, oh, yeah, yeah, the only rule Rob it follows was... is the law of time. On then, Josh, have you had sufficient thinkage? Yeah, I've got one. Don't put nice, clean clothes on, fresh from being dry from the wash, and then uh, cook something with turmeric in. Or don't go mental with turmeric, you know? Because I love turmeric. I'm like, Phew, get it in. You know, I get excited with my cooking, and it, it, sometimes it goes on my clothes. Turmeric, nightmare to get out. <laughs> so only cook with turmeric while you're naked. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. Are your advice? Or put yeah. like a shirt on that you sleep in. Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah. If you want to be, if you want to look like you've got jaundice, then turmeric's exactly. the Go spice for, for you. Only <laughs> <laughs> so amount of time. Only so amount of time. My organs aren't gonna last forever. They've been abused. <laughs> <laughs> and before I lose the goddamn will to live, I think we will call that to a halt i have oh, so been married for this time, week but i'm not allowed to have a go am i this wouldn't happen if gareth was here oh fuck <laughs> off oh, oh, Adam. go on go on jim i would say um f- fair enough i would say don't have a massive breakfast if you're about to go have a carvery <laughs> obviously think... this is a, a pre-covid carvery where you can heat load up yourself uh, otherwise this i don't see the point of going uh, when when they have to handle their plate for you so it's some that's, fair. that's, that's just me oh, just careful that's with, fair. with loads of food don't, don't play around with the fire extinguisher and then accidentally set your mate's garden on fire not not a good idea not a good idea true true you speaking from personal experience there yeah, I had to use a flip-flop to put the fire out in the end. <laughs> Why did you need a fire extinguisher if it could be put out with a fucking flip-flop? <laughs> was there no taps in his house either? Or a it was in the garden. There's not a tap in the Just garden. Just run to the house. Someone with a flip-flop on. on it. We spend so much money on 
firemen and the, the whole of the fire brigade. And actually, all we need is just random people with flip flops, and you'd be so. I mean, it wasn't a big fire. I'm not, I'm not suggesting you can put, you know, like a burning house out with a flip flop. What do you get a really big flip flop? What was the ratio of flip flop to fire? It was only a little bit of fire, and I will admit that the flip flop did catch fire temporarily as well. So they're not they're not the best things at doing the job, but it did it eventually. How did you start a fire in a garden? Candle. Is that it? No more information. Candle. It was in the summer. We had one of them big candles to scare off the mosquitoes. I was playing with the candle. I might have dropped the candle on the floor. So what have we learned, Harvey? Play with candles on non-burny grass. Yeah, and always carry a flip-flop. That's it, spot on. <laughs> Non-burny grass. <laughs> have we all weighed in now? <laughs> I mean, he's left an entire can of worms ready to be opened with non-burny grass, but I'm going to leave that because I don't have the mental capacity to go into that right now. <laughs> Harvey, have you had a nice time? It's been all right, yeah. Jim, have you had a nice time? Yes, uh, up until non-Bernie Grass, but we won't go there. <laughs> Rob, have you had a nice time? Yeah, but I've got a feeling that I'm going to get a text after this going, can you, can you rate my performance on the podcast one to five? Can I ask you three simple questions? And it's going to end up being like, opt out, opt out, and I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, it's been nice. <laughs> Lauren, have you had a nice time? It's been the absolute best time of my life. Oh, oh. Josh, have you had a nice time? I don't even remember what we did, but I think it was fun. <laughs> oh, I'm flies when you have in time. Thank you so much, everybody. We've loved it. Eileen, a shout out to you. Hot diggity dum. Take care, everybody. I want everybody to sign off with their best impression of an animal of their choosing. <laughs> It's a Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> I am gonna wet myself. So... Come on, tell me that's not the best impression of a Wookiee you've ever heard. It's fucking on point. It is. <laughs> I know. I sound just like Chewie. I, I love that you were told animal. Yeah, and that's the first thing. Me and Harvey on the same page here. Black Jack do was doing an impression of an animal when he went, Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> it was the yes, first animal want. that came to Josh's head. Do you want to hear my impression of a horse? We... <laughs> no, I cannot yes. handle it. I cannot. The thing is, for the listeners at home, oh, wait, no, you guys can't even see Josh. We can't see him either. either so <laughs> that was so plaintive in my ear. <laughs> Just... Oh, my God. Somebody else, it. please give me your animal noise <laughs> before I combust. No, I don't, I don't think there's any. No, I think that's it. No I think right that's all yeah, we're going to get. We've been the makeup artists. Take care, everyone. <laughs> this has been Improv O'Clock, and I've been Gareth. We're on social media at TMA Improv. Give us a like, or don't. I'm not your mum, or am I? If you have something that might inspire a scene in a future episode, send it in. Do it now. Mother knows best. Bye!